everyone. Welcome to Second Thoughts Podcast. What's up? What's up? Um, quick life updates. So, Biden won. <laughs> you know, we're a little. Oh, yeah, I literally forgot that the election just happened. I know because it feels like it was another For lifetime. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone else feel a weight being lifted off their shoulders after a gruesome four days of just staring Waiting. at CNN? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep monitoring what's happening in the political climate in the U.S. But, you know, time for healing, time to be a little bit more hopeful. Um, We got him out of office. Um, Other than that, uh, I did not really do anything else this week. I went to Pennsylvania for the weekend. I was in Philly on Sunday and had some really good crispy rice and tuna. 10 out of 10. If you're ever in Philly, go to Mashaloo or however you pronounce it. But other than that, I haven't done anything. I started watching The Queen's Gambit, which is a chess limited series on Netflix. Really nerdy of me, but it's actually really good. You would hate it, Pia. Oh, yeah. I've never even heard of it, to be honest. It's good. Oh. Yeah, well, for me, um, I don't even know. What, what did I even do? I swear I've been doing the same thing every day. We went bowling. Oh yeah, we did go bowling. We did. We watched some Sunday night football. Yeah, my boyfriend friends. was here this weekend, so we hung out. Um, other than that, I've just been doing the same stuff: business, work, and YouTube. Yeah. So really, guys, not much <laughs> going on in our lives. Um, this is probably the most exciting part of our week, and we hope it's the most exciting part of your week because we've got a great two-episode series or. Mm-hmm. Um, part one, part two series. It's the long-awaited career advice. What do you want to know about how Sophia and I have gotten to where we are? Mm-hmm. Which, still very confused as to why this is the most popular question. Yeah, we get this asked a lot about career paths, career choices, how we go about our corporate job, and then my social media stuff, you know. We are 22 and 23. We have nothing figured out. But you know what? <laughs> Let's talk about it. Because eventually... We'll share another like episode about careers and our transformation in our, you know, career journey. Yeah. So we start we were originally going to do just like a career episode, but then we thought me and my sister's careers are so vastly different that we felt like it was better to separate the two episodes into mine and then my sister's. Yeah. So first episode we're gonna kick it off you could probably tell by the title we're gonna talk all about Sophia and how she became hot shit on instagram (laughs) tiktok youtube ignited apparel yeah so i guess we'll just do it a little bit interview style i'm fulfilling my dreams as a reporter as a journalist yeah (laughs) um where i'll be kind of interviewing pia so you guys can get to know her and her career path but pia first kick it off like what do you do Okay, so I do a lot of things, honestly, but in general, I am working around social media. I would be considered a social media influencer slash small business owner. So I have a presence on social media, which is Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. I don't really use my Twitter. I don't have a Snapchat, so those are kind of exempt. But those are my social media platforms. And then I also have my own small online business boutique. So those are... That's technically my job at the moment. How did you start 
YouTube and all this stuff because I know you, right? I'm your older sister. So I've kind of seen you go from having a blog, which no one knows about. But do you remember Ignite Your Spark or whatever it was? Spark of Thoughts. Spark of Thoughts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sophia used to be a blogger. Yeah, guys, isn't that so funny? Okay, so you guys, a lot of people may know me now as just an Instagram influencer and a YouTuber. Mm -hmm. But before all of that, I used to write blogs like I was a I was a blogger before a vlogger guys I had my own blog which is called spark of thoughts which now it's not um I don't have it anymore and I was I actually tried to renew it and try to get it back up but I couldn't because I think the host that I was using for the website just wasn't working anymore so I can't even get my blogs back up but yeah I used to write blog posts and advice stuff yeah well actually i think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves so before you are where you are now walk us through what you've done in the past like where did you start off when you were kind of expressing yourself on the internet okay so i guess we'll start with how it all started i've always been interested in like the entertainment field of things i always liked making videos I always liked recording myself and also in like the business aspect of things I remember when I was like 10 years old I asked my parents for a bloggy I don't know if anyone knows what that is but I think it was the first ever vlogging camera that came that. out it was white right yeah it was a white and it had a flip screen because usually cameras only had just you can only just film what's like in front the camcorder of you. yeah and this one faced you and it was it was literally called a bloggy because it was meant for vlogging and I asked for that for Christmas when I was 10 years old and I literally loved that thing I made videos I me and my best friend Jasmine when we were younger I used that vlogging camera and I made skits and little scenes and whatever <laughs> and we posted I posted them on my Facebook and they're on private right now, but I think one day I'll... You have to share it. Share What did you guys call it? The PB&J show PB or something? PB&J show, yeah. What was the B for? Peanut butter and jelly. That's what we called ourselves. I was peanut butter and Jasmine was jelly. Like, it was Pia and Jasmine. I don't even know what it was, but we had, like, the, the crazy... I don't even know what was going on in my head when I was making these episodes. I was making episodes and random scenes. But, yeah, that's kind of where it started. My parents probably remember that, how they were probably confused why their 10-year-old child was making videos and editing them. Could you imagine a 10-year-old? Also, I was on my on my Windows computer, on Windows right. Movie Maker, editing these videos. Guys, she's not kidding when she says she was 10. Like, she was 10 when she started this. And you have to tell them about your first, like, YouTube video. And it's not even, like, a you video. Do you remember what you did on YouTube? What? My... Can you... Your, yeah, your guinea pigs and Littlest Pet Shops. Yeah. So <laughs> when I was younger, I loved YouTube in general, but I wasn't doing what I'm doing now, obviously. So when I was a kid, I made a YouTube channel. I made multiple YouTube channels. One was centered around guinea pigs and like how I took care of my guinea pigs. I made a lot of videos and I had another channel, which was around Littlest Pet Shops. If you guys know those little toys and I would make stories, stories. So you've always been a natural storyteller from a really young age. Growing up, she was just someone who was just entertaining people. Yeah, it was weird. Really thinking about it, how 
I, you were <laughs> you were so shy too. Would yeah. You, would you say that? Yeah. You were no, shy? I definitely was so shy. I. I Every if you were if you went to school with me in middle school, you know I didn't. I was mute, bruh. <laughs> I was mute. I was no one talked to me, and I didn't talk to anyone. But but yeah. she had these online presents where she. <laughs> I would literally like be at home just watching TV, and I'd be like, "Oh, where's Sophia?" And she's like out here playing with her little action figures <laughs> or dolls or whatever. And like I would be recording it on my bloggy, and then importing it into my computer on windows movie maker and editing it and like putting text and titles and all that stuff yeah it really started at a young age and that's just in the entertainment side i had a lot of different hobbies too when i was mm-hmm. a kid but they were all centered around business okay so one of the businesses i had was called cc charm collections oh my god i remember this okay, okay. how old was i i think i think 10 i think this is when all it all started yeah because your you, your career honestly lifted because of youtube i would say that's mm-hmm. when it all started and that didn't start until like until i graduated college. yeah i graduated high school and into college but we're talking about so that's eight, that's 18 years old right yeah eight years before that at 10 years old <laughs> you were doing random stuff but it's like but all related now it foreshadows to what it is now isn't that weird yeah yeah and so i had i had a business guys when i was that age it was called cc charm collections i made if anyone knows what polymer clay is it's basically clay that you can make and then you bake it in the oven and then it hardens so i made earrings out of it like rose earrings and she's like not charms. lying she's not I lying made charms that you can put on a bracelet on and they were they were pretty like i actually and then i would ask my parents to um you know market it on their facebook pages <laughs> and like my aunts and uncles and like my cousins would purchase purchase them and then yeah so that was like my first little business i had and i made money off of it honestly i I sold each earring for five dollars i can make some nice ass earrings (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) so yeah yeah, that was like my business and i it's so weird because i was on um paint Mm -hmm. right paint on windows and i was creating my logos for cc charm collection i was doing the fonts and i was making like wallpaper i was marketing it like i was using paint to make ads yeah, whereas people had time to hang out with their friends, Sophia was sitting at home in front of her <laughs> laptop. Like, this isn't a joke. Like, yeah, she really, really was. A joke. She really thought she was, like, going somewhere with this <laughs> at such a young age. Yeah. But, I mean, it's a testament to where you are now, right? Yeah. Which I feel like some people have some insight to. A lot of the people that listen to this podcast are followers of yours or fans of mm-hmm. yours. And you didn't start YouTube until... freshman year yeah Yeah. freshman year of college so how did that come about did you just like one day wake up and you're like i'm just gonna start recording my life let's see what happens like what was your first youtube video i had multiple first youtube videos because i think leading up to when i really started and then kicked off my youtube channel i kept deleting my videos because i was embarrassed (laughs) okay (laughs) okay so what what is your first video that you would attest i think it was um it started off as vlogs yeah oh no 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 actually it it did start off as vlogs but i think the first one was like a 50 facts about me like an introduction video okay and then that's i just kept it up and i had to kind of convince myself to not care what other people thought because i constantly kept deleting my first 
videos because I was embarrassed that people were watching me. So you you started this. I want to say, yeah, so you started this your freshman year, right? Mm -hmm. I keep thinking that you started it when you went to Rutgers, but you were home for two years at a community college. Yeah, and that's when I was, that's, I I think it really kicked off when I was in community college at first because I was home and it gave me more time to be able to do what I wanted to do. So did you just one day realize that you wanted to record your life or was there like a transition that got you here? Not really. I've always watched YouTubers and vloggers on YouTube. I've always loved YouTube in general. I grew up watching Bethany Moda, Juicy Star 07. Seven. Yep. And I always loved how they talked in front of the camera. And I would pretend like I'm talking to a camera, but I would never post it. I just, you know, I feel like if you girls listening, don't lie. You have pretended to like talk to a camera or something or just like yeah you know what I mean and like vlog I'm not a vlogger but I will do snapchat hauls of what I it's fun and send it to my friends yeah yeah so it was fun for me it was more of it was literally just a hobby Mm -hmm. and something fun and I love to do it and I was like I might as well post it I wasn't expecting it to really turn into anything Mm -hmm. because as you guys know since I was a kid I, I always just loved it So it's not like it just miraculously became, oh, I'm going to do this and turn it into a job. I literally was doing this when I was 10 years old. Like, I just loved doing it. So I came to the age where I felt like I could share that content Mm -hmm. to people and be more relatable. Because obviously I was 10 years old making like no one was watching it. Yeah, like toy things and talking about my pets. But I also think you got into YouTube at a time when YouTube was becoming huge and a thing. Like, I want to say Instagram didn't be a yeah th- wasn't a thing yeah. until 2010 2012 you know mm-hmm. i mean in my memory like instagram i was an early adopter of instagram you know i was yeah. on instagram very early on before all these gen z's gen y's gen whatever's got on there now it's just people are making money off of instagram which oh, yeah. we would which never thought begin- about yeah in the beginning it was never a, th- a thing right so did you do instagram on top of youtube like how did how did those become connected okay so youtube was the first thing that i started which was for fun yeah it was for fun so my instagram was personal it was me and my friends or whatever for my youtube it was me being able to put myself out into the world that's why it also made me feel uncomfortable thinking that other people were watching it that's why i kept deleting my first videos but yeah so it started off with just my youtube and then i started my blog Mm -hmm. because i i also i felt like i continuously wanted to keep growing my reach to audience in different ways i felt like that i think that's also the reason why i have so many different things going on in my life because i just constantly want to keep changing it up and doing different things so i started off with my youtube and then i created my blog so yeah that kind of started it was just another outlet for me Mm -hmm. to keep making content i think i just liked creating content in general and then with my instagram um i guess my youtube helped my instagram grow now my instagram is growing a lot more than your other platforms yeah instagram and tiktok which tiktok will it's a different story we'll get there we'll We'll get get there there. but yeah so it started off with youtube um i can just kept making videos the videos that blew up i think the ones that went viral were my clothing hauls because they were super popular at the the time and the thing with youtube is you just have to hop on trends they had specific, like, they had they tags. Had, yeah, they like, had Like, what's tags. in my bag? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't even know what. Yeah, what like what's in my bag? Like morning routines, like all these things. It was very YouTube was really the platform to be on back at then. the time. Yeah, yeah, at the time, and now it's just become so saturated. I yeah. feel like yeah, there's definitely a lot. That's why I think a lot of people are discouraged because they feel like there's everyone has so much content to post and they feel like they're not going to get the exposure that they want so fast. Mm-hmm. So the million dollar question, I guess, is when did you think that you could make this Instagram, YouTube lifestyle profitable or like a thing? Because obviously you went to college, mm-hmm. you got an associates in biology. I shouldn't say obviously, you guys don't know this. So Sophia <laughs> went to community college near our um, hometown where she got an associates degree in biology. Good for you. Thanks. And then she went to Rutgers, New Brunswick in North Jersey and pursued a bachelor's in health administration, which she graduated from this past May. Again, mm-hmm. good for you. Thanks. Is she doing anything in health administration? <laughs> Absolutely <No>. not. <laughs> yeah. So um, I get a lot of questions about that, too, because people ask me about what my major is, which was health admin. But um, it is what it is. Like, <laughs> it is I feel what like it people is. don't know that you graduated college. Like people don't know you have a legitimate degree that you can <laughs> actually use. Pia's smart. You got to give her that. She, before she thought she was going to be a doctor, I, re- I yeah, and a I was veterinarian, yeah, little pediatrician, yeah. yeah, oh, pediatrician, yeah. yeah, yeah, and here she is, here I am, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, I really want. I still do have a lot of interest in healthcare. It's. I'm glad that I got my degree because it gives me a backup plan. It gives me something to do. I could find a job if I mm-hmm. wanted to in like a hospital and a clinic. And it's still something that I'm interested in. Don't get me wrong. But for me, I really felt like I should pursue my passion because this is something that I clearly have been doing since I was younger. And right now it's become a thing that's providing me money Mm -hmm. that I am able to do what I do. But at first it didn't start off that way. No. Obviously it was just a hobby. She worked at Cinnabon. Yeah, that was my first job. (laughs) cinnabon guys my boss called me the cinnabon queen she wasn't so i think people just like glorify social media influencers at times and let's let's be honest about it sophia was not making money until very recently this year yeah (laughs) i would say very recently yeah i I, (laughs) it's not all it's cut out to be guys like you just it didn't happen overnight but it also feels like it did happen overnight right yeah no yeah it, it did Let's talk TikTok, right? TikTok, yeah. I think, in my personal opinion, as someone who's watching from an outside perspective, TikTok is the reason why you have gotten to a, the point you are now. Yeah. TikTok, in such a small amount of time, in the eight months that we've been in quarantine, I think TikTok is the reason why <laughs> you can move out of the house <laughs> and afford rent and not have to work a real job. Okay, so the reason why she says TikTok is... The reason behind everything. Okay, so we all know that since the start of quarantine, everyone kind of started downloading TikTok. I was one to be like, TikTok is for children. It was just kind of something fun for me to do. And it was a platform that was growing really fast, really fast. And everyone started hopping on TikTok. So it was kind of like when Instagram started popping off. Mm -hmm. And then when you get on, when you get a grip on Instagram, when it first started, like, Uh, taking off then you're going to be successful but okay back pause 
how did you become successful? Because I think that you just get fucking lucky. <laughs> like, I don't know how <laughs> she TikTok? gets millions of views in TikTok and uh. in Instagram and YouTube. Okay, because guys. Because other people try it, but you don't see them at the trajectory that you are at right now. You have, what, 60, 70,000 followers on Instagram, Instagram 50,000 followers on YouTube, almost 200,000 followers on TikTok. How? <laughs> I'm okay. on Instagram, but you don't see me with 50,000 okay, followers. Or the this i think some people get this confused the growing on each platform is is does help each other but they're very different like the reason why i have the amount of followers i have on instagram is because of the content that i post on instagram it's really not it's not as much from tiktok Mm -hmm. and i think some people think oh it's because she has so many followers on tiktok that they follow her on instagram which is true like obviously i'm gonna get some followers on my instagram for my tiktok but if you look at analytics on your Instagram, a lot of my Instagram pictures show up on the explore page on like on in- people's pages on Instagram. How? I don't know. That's just <laughs> how the algorithm. I really don't it's know. It's luck, y'all. It's I luck. Don't know. Like if I post a picture, I'll I'll see in the analytics like you can see if you're a creator page or whatever that it'll say 30% of people weren't following you when they showed when they saw this picture or 50 percent of these people Mm -hmm. saw this picture and they weren't following you because it shows up on the explore page on instagram yeah so a lot of my followers come from that and then from tiktok um i just post really relatable content i think yeah so share with us what kind of content you have for the people who don't okay so for tiktok uh i don't post really like those types of videos that are like dancing and like thirst trap type of videos so i post relatable content yeah i post relatable content that people can relate to and then they share it and then they tag their friends and then it ends up getting lots of views and a lot this is so funny to me because a lot of people think that my tiktoks have something to do with real life when it really doesn't but yeah, I mean that's your that's your content on TikTok. Very humorous, very quirky. lighthearted, quirky. And I think my sense of humor too. I I don't know. I I think I just like the more funnier side of TikTok rather than the dancey mm-hmm. side of TikTok. So that's kind of how it went for me. That's why right now, like I have like twelve million likes because the likes are all people just finding my page relatable. Yeah, and then, so Instagram is obviously a highlight reel. You show a lot of, like, really pretty, aesthetically pleasing photos of you and, like, cool clothes. Mm. And then I would say, what, YouTube is very lifestyle, yeah. very transparent. They're, they're all very different in their own way, I think. Mm-hmm. But they showcase me a lot. Like, for my TikTok, it shows my humor. Mm-hmm. My Instagram it's just my face <laughs> and my body. <laughs> but like it just it also shows just like my more uh, put together side. Right. And then my YouTube, I personally, even though my YouTube is the one that has the least amount of subscribers and like followers from it, it's my favorite platform because I feel like I can really showcase my myself and my day to day life. And I like looking back on my days and just kind of like having footage and mm-hmm. kind of it's like a diary. And yeah. I like and I love that. So my YouTube is my favorite thing, but they all are different and they show different parts of me. So so walk us through your day to day. Like, what do you do? Obviously, I know because I live with you. Yeah. But to people who only see you on these three platforms, they only see a snippet, right? They see yeah. maybe a collective of an hour. 
yeah. a day of what you do. Mm-hmm. But I know that you're working more than a nine to five job. Like share with the people listening what it is that you do from when you wake up until your head hits the pillow. So I wake up usually early in the morning, sometimes now more more before Paula wakes up. Before I'm her. still asleep. <laughs> yeah, before she starts working. But I wake up early. I go to the gym and I get my workout done and out of the way. And then I go to Dunkin' usually, mm-hmm. get some coffee to just to get my day started. Come home, have some breakfast, shower, get myself all ready and together. And then I do my business stuff. So I work on my Ignited Apparel orders that need to be done. I make sure that everything in the back end is good. So during that this time, I'm usually using the daylight for taking website photos mm-hmm. um and then and then i go to the post office i go to the post office literally every single day paula sees me leave the house every morning to go mm-hmm. to the post office <laughs> go to the post office drop stuff off come back and then i usually will start filming during this entire time i'm vlogging so if you guys don't know, I daily vlog. That's what my YouTube is, basically. I daily vlog. So during this period, I'm like vlogging here and there, making content. And then I'll do some TikToks in between yeah. things. Like when I'm about to eat lunch, I'll eat lunch and then make a TikTok. Because TikTok, it, it literally takes me like 10 minutes, honestly. Right. And then I just do that to kind of give myself a break. Like TikTok, making TikTok videos is kind of like my break after I do my business stuff. Um, because there's a lot of stuff that I do for ignited apparel and especially right now because there's a lot of things going on but so yeah during the day i'll do my pictures and use the sunlight and brand work so when brands want to work with me obviously i need to take like i need to make content for them so that's when i'll usually do it. i'll plan out my stuff and I'll, i always have a to-do list of what i do throughout the day because mm-hmm. my days can get kind of hectic and then at night is when i edit yeah, for my videos, my vlogs, the podcast, we'll film for our podcast or mm-hmm. whatever. But usually I'll dedicate the nighttime to editing. And then once I'm done editing, I'll probably watch a movie with Angelo. Angelo. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that, that sounds about accurate. That's literally what I do because I kind of like give myself a mental break. Yeah. And then I'll either go back and edit or do something and then I'll go to bed. Yeah. So... I mean, that's just one day. It's obviously not the same every day. Mm. But I think, and this is something that I feel like I can say as well as someone who's not a YouTuber, right? Mm. Sometimes I think, oh, what you're doing is so easy Mm. when it's not, right? Mm. So what are the pros and cons of being a YouTuber, being a social media influencer that people don't necessarily see? I guess the pros we can see, right? You're making money. You get to work for yourself, Mm -hmm. work at home, work wherever, really. Yeah. But I know that there are a lot of cons. So what are they? Okay. So with the pros, obviously there's the creative freedom. being able, (laughs) The clout. (laughs) And being able to do different things every day and kind of, and obviously just working for yourself. Everything's kind of like in your hands when, Mm -hmm. when it comes to success and what kind of money you need to make and all that stuff. Uh, Everyone sees the pros. I think that's Mm -hmm. what everyone, that's why people want to do what I do and do similar things because they see the pros. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. But I think a lot of people don't see the back end to things. Mm -hmm. 
I have went through multiple meltdowns and like anxiety attacks, like because it's it can be mentally exhausting, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think people want to say that being a social media influencer is kind of materialistic and it's easy, which I can see why you'd think that. But there's a lot that goes into it. And when it comes to making content, people think that it's just you filming yourself and then you post it up there. You don't understand. It can get, it's, it's hard. I spent hours editing. (laughs) (laughs) I spent hours editing. And now when we started this podcast, I have more editing to do. (laughs) So it's, it's difficult, but it's fun for me because it's something that I like to do. So I don't consider it hard. I don't consider, but I couldn't even imagine if someone hates editing, if they want to do what, to be a YouTuber, because it's a lot of editing. It takes for me it it takes a few hours to edit yeah and especially when you forget to save yeah and you have to restart right yeah that just ma- happened multiple times for me that's why i literally got a new macbook pro because my other mac kept crashing when i was editing my videos and i would have a mental breakdown you guys don't even know how many times i've just been in my room and i've heard sophia scream yeah at the top <laughs> of her lungs and i was like who died yeah nope just my video being deleted um but yeah and then on top of that with my YouTube and creating content. And this is the thing also, when I work with brands, I don't try to just give them half-assed content. Mm-hmm. I try to th- creatively think of ways to showcase their items, showcase their products. You have to send these things for approval to brands. Usually that can take weeks uh, that you're going back and forth between these brands about what they approve and what they don't. And it can be stressful sometimes because you have to keep recreating content that you spent hours on because they don't like it you know and yeah on top of that then editing and then now and then with my business that's just a whole nother thing like I Mm -hmm. have a lot there's a lot that goes into business I think my YouTube and Instagram stuff is a lot easier than my business because obviously I I need to keep track of inventory I need to contact my manufacturers I need to wait for shipments I need to do all the yeah fulfillment and I do all of that and for some people in the outside looking in, you just say you just see, oh, she buys some someone buys something and then it ships out. But there's the ma- whole marketing aspect. Yeah. There's the business entrepreneurial side where you have to build a storefront. There's executional aspects. I just don't think some some people just don't know because they'll just go to like Zara and buy something and click. Yeah. Two day shipment is coming home. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that happen in between. And like for instance i created my entire website on my own i mark i market all my things on my own organic too this isn't paid like she doesn't push out any content yeah through paid socials this is all organic yeah i market everything myself which i need to i have to think of ways to sell my products because if i don't sell them then i'm not going to make any money and then i have to think of different ways to make relatable content and content that people want to see i don't want to um because obviously my audience is what is making me money so i have to cater to my audience and for some people that might seem like it's easy but it's not that easy you have to listen to your audience and then interact with them and then make content that is that your con that your audience would like yeah so so you know we've talked a lot about what your job is what you're kind of doing day to day how you got here and stuff like that but i think at the root of it all some people want to pursue similar 
career paths mm-hmm. as you, right? So in a general gist, um, sorry. If you guys heard that, it's my brother stomping his freaking feet because he's oh losing in League of Legends. Anyways, okay, back to my train of thought. Um, yeah, what would uh, what advice would you have for people who kind of want to pursue social media, influencer marketing, and YouTube? So, I get a lot of DMs about people asking me, "How did you start this?" or "How did you do this?" or "I want to." grow my social media but i don't know how i want to start my youtube channel but i don't know how i want to start my clothing brand but i don't know how i was i was literally in the same boat as every single one of those people asking me how you know how i started i had no idea either i just started like i literally looked up things on youtube for a clothing brand and said how to start a clothing brand (laughs) and that's how it started and if you just start if you just take that one step into the direction of what you want to do if you want to start a youtube channel start filming if you want to make a clothing brand start thinking about what you want this brand to be like like okay for instance for me when i started my clothing brand i was like what do i want to sell first question mm-hmm. right you should ask yourself what do you want to sell yeah. or what do you want to do i said i want to sell clothes okay what kind of clothes and then i was like what do i want to name it <laughs> it's just it's like yeah. stuff like that you just have to kind of start and you yeah. learn as you go okay but i think at the end of that before you can even start it right and mm-hmm. i think we touched on this in our last thought of the day was how do you combat people telling you that what you're doing is weird what you're doing is wrong <laughs> when people are telling you that's not traditional so pursue something else yeah well i've gotten that end consistently for my parents especially Mm -hmm. that what i'm doing is obviously not uh, you're not a nurse so it's all wrong yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's filipino culture for you fyi yeah um it's hard because it's not stable it is everything kind of relies on you you don't have a boss you know you're not gonna make money if you don't work yeah and no and, one's gonna and, tell you to work other than yourself that's the thing you it takes a lot of persistence and determination to to be a business woman because you don't have a boss to tell you to wake up and go to work to get paid or else you're gonna get fired mm-hmm. like you literally have to tell yourself to do work because no one can tell me to do what I to do what I do like no one is gonna stand in front of me and say Pia you need to film a video Pia you need to upload something Pia you need to do this for this brand oh blah blah I literally have to convince myself and tell myself to work every single day because if I don't work every single day I will not make money what what personality traits do you think people need to be able to be successful in this career path persistence Mm -hmm. and consistency because there's no way you can there's no way that you're going to be able to grow and expand your audience if you're not consistent Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of people fail at what they do because they lose motivation Mm -hmm. motivation is also one of them because in the beginning again how my sister (laughs) made it clear that i only really kicked it off this (laughs) this year to be honest um I didn't stop just because I wasn't making enough money to sustain myself as like a real job. Like obviously I was still making money in the past years, but it wasn't really enough to no. just to have this as my sole like income. income. So do you need to be interesting? Like 
You're telling me I could start a YouTube yes, channel? My I boring have told, ass. I have told you that. I have. I, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even trying to bash anybody. But I have watched like some of my favorite YouTubers. Their lives aren't that interesting. They're just kind of like any other person's life, but they document it and they make a lot of money from it. You know, so I'm gonna start a YouTube but channel. You know what? <laughs> it's not. It's not that you're. It's not that someone isn't interesting. It's just that they're different because. Mm you're already setting yourself apart from a lot of people because you're posting yourself on social media. Yeah. Uh, your viewers, most of the time, the viewers don't have a YouTube channel, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're not, but they love to see other people's lives and their day-to-day lives. Yeah. A lot of the time when I watch YouTubers and my favorite vloggers, they're just doing the same stuff I'm doing. They're literally doing the same stuff you're doing, but they're just setting themselves apart because they are filming it and putting themselves out there, which a lot mm-hmm. of people don't have, like, well, so if if you're someone who wants to do that, but are shy, what would what would you tell them? Who people who aren't used to putting themselves out there? You've been putting yourself out here for like five years now, but you were a shy girl, so I I really don't understand how this all happened. <laughs> yeah, but there are people who are shy, right? Yeah, and who are also just not taking that step because of the fact that they're nervous about what other people think. So how do you? What, what do you do? What do you tell yourself that like, screw it. I don't care. That, that's literally it. To be honest, it was like a switch that flipped because like I said before, how I constantly kept deleting my like first YouTube videos because I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Um, I really was. And at a point it really just switched for me. I was like, why, why should I care what other people yeah. think? You know, why, why should I, like, this is what I like to do. If it turns into something, it turns into something. If not, like, it's still a hobby. It's something that I right. genuinely love to do. And I was in no means trying to make it into anything mm-hmm. that it is now. But I've seen a lot of people from my hometown who've started a YouTube channel and they don't continue it because one, maybe they're, shy and embarrassed or two they're not really making they're not um they didn't expect the how hard it was i feel like yeah because i i think that you know obviously we live in the same town so i know the people that you're kind of referring to and i think they just lose the motivation they realize how hard it is the upkeep is just you know it's a lot it's a lot and people don't really realize that i think that's why some people kind of bash social media influencers and people who work for themselves because they're like oh like you just post pictures and then get paid like you don't do anything you know it's it's there's a lot more to it and mm-hmm. um no don't get me wrong there there are some people who like blew up for no reason i think like go viral <laughs> for no reason maybe for just being pretty but i mean go off but um yeah it, it to really make something of yourself and what you really want to do you really need to stay consistent with it not care what other people think because at the end of the day if it's really your passion like if it really is you're not gonna let any other people's opinion get to you mm-hmm. I, I take it for me i was so shy i li- i literally talked to nobody in middle school i was a loser <laughs> and i i d- talked to no one but i always loved doing this that even though as shy as i was it didn't stop me from doing it because i knew this was something i wanted to do and yeah. now look and it's something that I'm doing now. Yeah, I would say you also became a more open and bubbly person, I would say. Just not ki- kind of more outgoing because of this persona yeah. that you created for yourself. You kind mm-hmm. of were like, 
okay, if these random people on the internet in Canada can appreciate me, then my next door neighbor can appreciate me too. Yeah. Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I think when we're trying to talk about, oh, how do we even start? Or how, what did you do to start? Um, or, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. But how would you know if you don't even try? Right. Like if you're scared, how are you going to know if this is something you want to do if you don't even try? You learn as you go. You get better as you go. And if it ends up being something that you can't do or that you, you realize that it's not your passion, then okay. that's At least you tried. At least you thought that was something that you were going to be interested in. And then maybe it just didn't work out. It's not something that you really wanted. You didn't like the upkeep or maybe you didn't like actually putting yourself out there. But at least you tried, you know, yeah. and... That's something that a lot of people need to realize. Like, if you think that you want to do something, just try. Just put your, just dip your toes in the water. Give it a go. You learn as you go. You get better at, at editing. You get better at what you do, and then then you figure it out from there with everything. I think not even just with YouTube, with yeah. the business. You get you learn as you go. It's it's that quote that every like high school boy had on their Instagram bio. You miss a hundred percent of the, the shots, shots you, you don't, don't take. take. <laughs> but but, but they're not true. wrong it's true it's yeah true. yeah so i mean there you have it guys hot take pia do you regret going to college and do you think that people should go to college i'm so excited to hear this because we all know my dad is listening to our <laughs> podcast <laughs> um i don't regret going to college i think one I wouldn't have my college vlogs <laughs> and, the, and some of them blew up. So, <laughs> um, but I'm glad that I went to a community college. If you guys don't know, I like was part of this scholarship program called the NJ stars um, <laughs> where like they paid for my tuition okay, for community flex. college. So, you know, I got my associate's degree and yeah, I don't regret going to college and then going to Rutgers afterwards I think it's a good backup plan and I think I get this from my parents to just always have a backup plan. So mm. some people some people are like if there's if there's a plan B you're not going to go as hard with plan A blah blah but I've just grown up like it's good to have a plan B and I'm glad that I have the degree that I have because I can find jobs in health administration in like healthcare. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously working in social media you don't really know if you're going to be making the same amount of money you're making last month. So it's difficult, but should you go to college? Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be the reason why these people drop out no, of college. No, I really don't. I really don't want to tell you guys to drop out of college because to be honest, like I just graduated and everything really started kicking off for me after I graduated. But I think it's because I had the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you didn't have to find a job straight out of college. And like the pandemic hit and you're like, okay, online school. Great. Yeah. Then that gives me like 12 more hours then, th a week. Yeah. To do and then I think about it. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's, uh, give it to this, them. Don't take this the wrong way, guys. I don't want you guys to drop out or anything, but I genuinely think if I wasn't in college, like if I didn't go to Rutgers, I would have definitely had more time to devote to, my youtube and my business that <laughs> i definitely would have 
So dad is the reason you're not famous no, right now. No, no, no. Like no, dad no. is the reason because Charlie and Dixie Diamelo D whatever exist and we are making videos in our basement. <laughs> no, cuz I'm thinking like especially now that since I graduated, obviously I have way more free time and then with the pandemic, it's just we're kind of, it's a perfect time for me to flourish in what I do because what I do is working from home in the first place. Mm-hmm. So it gave me more time and more energy to put towards this work that i'm doing and it's working now and i'm thinking like wow if i had the time <laughs> when i was in college <laughs> i would have been all there. i would have been there already but whatever our dad's gonna listen to this and he's gonna think in his head well if you were really that good you would have made it work in college yeah while you're while you're taking your exams and like doing all this stuff it's uh, it's a lot when i was in college because it's like balancing social social life life. uh school and then on top of that vlogging it was is it it was too much too much yeah so i mean i already feel like we've recorded a lot in this episode we still have a thought of the day from someone who brought in a question a few weeks ago that i think we should answer um but any last pieces of general advice that you kind of want to share in this space in creating content social media youtube tiktok uh it's honestly really cliche but my general advice is to literally just start just like that stupid quote with the you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take (laughs) that goes that is literally the best quote to really summarize doing the social media stuff, doing this online business kind of thing, Mm -hmm. because it literally just, it it all happens after you start. If you want to start an online business and you don't know how, you're wasting time by trying to seek out, like, this sounds kind of bad because a lot of people (laughs) be asking me in my DMs, like, how do you start an online business? But, like, you could just look it up. Google. Like, Google it. You know, you literally that's exactly because I think about how when I started, I literally just looked it up on YouTube and I watched videos and I, I, I did the research. But I think some people are just scared and just don't really know if they want to. So they'll kind of like be hesitant and then try to see if they can ask. But obviously, it's good to have a mentor and like have other people's yeah. advice. But there are so many. I have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel where I talk about how I started. I have yeah. so many videos and like I have videos of um, my how I go about my day or like day in the life of owning a business uh, online business and whenever people like DM me asking me about how I started I I urge them to watch my videos because yeah. it, it's it's really just doing your own research no and I, th- I think that's what sets you apart and why you're here now versus there's still people who are kind of twiddling their thumbs twiddling their thumbs <laughs> because they just don't want to put in the work. They want someone else to tell them exactly what to do. Yeah. And but nobody. No, yeah. Like nobody told me exactly what to do. I was literally just looking it up. I was doing my own research. No one's no one's going to do that for you. If you keep wanting to get spoon fed exactly how to start a business, how to be a social media influencer. Let's be real. You're not going to make it then. Yeah. You need to put in the work. You need to put in the work. But you. But how are you going to put in the work if you don't even just start? You know? Yeah. So. As Nike would say, just do just it, Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Period. All right. So we have one thought of the day. Hi. I actually have two questions. My first is, how do you grow your following as an influencer? And my second is, where do you get your clothes for your Ignited Apparel brand? Or 
if someone wants to start their own clothing brand, where should they start looking to get their clothes from? Thanks. Um, obviously, this is something that Sophia has to answer because <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, but yeah, take it away, Pia. Okay, so how to grow your following as an influencer. I kind of like touched upon this throughout this entire episode, but um, okay, so obviously posting content continuously and consistently is top five of what you need to do, but try to engage with your audience. Like if they are commenting on your stuff, like comment back because engagement is a huge thing that boosts your posts on ed- on everything, on mm-hmm. YouTube, on TikTok. If you're engaging with your audience, obviously that's going to help boost your page more. Um, oh, also working with other smaller influencers really yeah. helped me in the beginning was when I would reach out to other influencers who were in like the same, I guess, following in the same following circle Audience. as me. Yeah. Um, I would be like, oh, do you want to do like shout outs or shout out for shout out? Blah, blah. It <laughs> like stuff like that. Um, kind of working with other influencers who are in the same boat as you and then helping each other. That also helped me a lot. Yeah. I, th- I also did giveaways, <laughs> which helped. Something that I want to add from an advertising and marketing perspective. Wow. I feel like I can actually contribute to this <laughs> is to turn on your Instagram analytics so you can see who your audience is. Yeah. Because that'll also kind of tell you what kind of content you want to put out. So if it's primarily female. I guess like anything that a female shares to another female will kind of resonate. Mm-hmm. I can't even really say how I really grew my Instagram because, or my Instagram or just my platforms in general. I do want to say a part of it is luck, but he <laughs> <laughs> is the luckiest person I know y'all. Yeah. Um, yeah. It just kind of happened slowly, but surely just keep posting content, keep sharing other people's content, reach out to other influencers who are in the same um, size as you. Mm-hmm. And go from there yeah expand your platforms too don't just stick to one platform because all your other platforms will grow together if you have multiple um you know platforms so like my youtube helps my instagram grow my instagram yeah. helps my youtube grow and like tiktok and vice versa yeah. so i would also say from a content perspective like figure out what your niche niche is mm-hmm. right so if your lifestyle if your beauty if your yeah. fashion because stick if you're, to one thing yeah, because if you're yeah. everything then it just becomes like too because much because if you're all over the place you're not going to uh have a consistent audience because people are going to subscribe to you okay for instance if you have like a fashion video and it goes viral the people who subscribe to you are going to be fashion like interested people yeah and then when you just switch to cooking videos they're gonna be like what and then they'll unsubscribe or your engagement is not going to be high yeah. and your um, views are obviously not going to be high because that's not the things that they subscribe for. So for me, I found the good medium in fashion slash lifestyle type of thing. Um, so, you know, find, find your niche and figure out what it is that you want to showcase and then go from there. And then for ignited apparel. All right. As far as manufacturers, um, a lot of businesses won't disclose who their manufacturer <laughs> is because obviously that's the person making your clothes and you want to stay unique to your brand. But it takes research to find a good manufacturer. You can find manufacturers all around the world. My manufacturer is in the United States and California. And there are a bunch of manufacturers you can find and vendors. If you just go on Google and look up 
if you literally just look up on Google, I swear to God, like you will literally, that's how I found my manufacturer, to be honest, is do, it's doing a lot of research, doing a lot of like deep research to find the right manufacturer. And each manufacturer has their own kind of different style and different, they have different um, materials, obviously. Get samples. Yeah. And what, do I, what I would recommend is when you do like have a narrow list of who you want to have your manufacturer be, ask for samples of items and mm-hmm. also ask them if they do private labeling because sometimes you have to find your private labeling elsewhere, which um, you can find, you can also Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys, everything that I have done, I've just Googled. I've Googled and I've watched YouTube videos and that's exactly what I did. And I know a lot of people are, I get a lot of questions about manufacturers and so how I found a manufacturer, but a lot of people won't tell you their manufacturer because it's specific to their brand. Yeah. Right? And it's also, you don't want to share your manufacturer because other people are going to, to use, use it. it. <laughs> so I'm sorry yeah. that we can't actually answer this question truthfully, but Google is your friend and you can find an answer. And truthfully, you're going to have to invest in those samples. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to invest. And the truth of the matter is that there are some manufacturers who give like bad quality products and you're going to lose money. But a business is an investment and yeah. you make a lot of sacrifices. And, and I want you guys to know that when my business started, I'm telling you how I said you learn as you go, you get better as you go. My my clothing brand right now, the quality has gotten better from the beginning. The service has gotten better from the beginning. But I wouldn't have known a lot of the things that I know now if I didn't start and I didn't learn along the way. And you learn from the type of product quality you have, the type of like customer service and just like marketing and everything. You get better. I'm telling you, sometimes I look back at like the stuff that I was selling and like just how I was marketing things. I was like, what the heck? I was like, <laughs> yeah, you knew nothing. Like you knew <laughs> nothing. And it took a lot of time. It really did. And experience to, and still, I'm still learning things right now. Like I'm still experimenting with new products new materials because in the beginning i had no idea and but that's the beauty of it i think is because you learn as you go you get better as you go and that's just that's just it that's it so just do it like we said just do it so yeah i mean i don't know how i'm gonna top this episode next week because i work in corporate america but (laughs) maybe i'll give you guys like the true reality for the people who can't be a sophia you can be a me (laughs) okay this is why it's funny like this is interesting like the these next two episodes because i don't know how she does her thing she has no idea how i do my thing and i have a lot of questions because i genuinely don't know what it's like to work a normal nine to five job (laughs) which is kind of fucked up but i mean i'm grateful but i do have a lot of questions to ask so So it'll be interesting i think it'll be give two different perspectives one is kind of the aspirational one the romanticized glorified (laughs) role and mine is your reality (laughs) (laughs) y'all i'm your reality Um, so that being said, we are still taking questions for next week. If you have any questions just to follow up with anything that Sophia talked about in this episode or in our previous episodes, or if you have questions for me, you know, make me feel as if I'm important and cool (laughs) too. Feel free to give us a ring at our Google voicemail at 609 264 
3006 and we'll feature you guys in our next episode all right thank you guys so much for listening in let us know if you guys have any other questions on careers maybe we'll do other um topics for sure i think we can talk about careers yeah i think this is just the beginning like yeah. topic and just kind of introducing our careers in general but we would mm-hmm. love to kind of branch out and be more in depth with different career questions mm-hmm. so yeah but make sure you guys follow us on our instagram and we'll see you guys next week bye, bye. <laughs>